0: Welcome to the PickSty's Rabbit Reaction Podcast for Arkansas's eighty-three to seventy-three win over Abilene Christian. As always, we'll give you some analysis of the game in under ten minutes and get you back on your merry way. Remember back in the day when we all had cable? Everyone had it. Everyone had cable or satellite or some sort of way to watch TV. You guys you remember that? And every year on Christmas, TBS would run 24 hours straight of a Christmas story. And there were a few years at Christmas where my brother would watch three, four times, right? Like he would watch it easily, easily three, uh, sometimes five. That's kind of what the first half of this ball game felt like. It felt like we were watching the exact same issue, the exact same ball game, perpetuating itself over and over and over again. And then, as if some sort of stroke of coaching genius happened, we got to change. It's like watching just hours and hours and hours, the full day of Christmas story, and then suddenly Scrooged comes on. You're like, wow, this is... This is refreshing. <laughs> Seeing a different thing was refreshing, and we got to see, got to see a different look uh, from us there in the second half that made a difference. And we'll talk about that uh, in a second, and get to our our key players for the game. We're actually going to highlight five guys instead of just three. So, you know, when you what we saw in the first half starts to hit at this kind of big big picture idea, right? Which is at some point at some point, Muss has got to settle on a rotation because continuity or a lack thereof is is killing this team. I mean, this team was struggling to execute pretty simple pick-and-roll plays in the first half to the tune of 12 turnovers in the first half to just nine made field goals. And most of, their, most of those turnovers were just coming as a result of poor execution in the half-court offensively. And I think that half-court execution... Is due to just guy's not having any sort of rapport with the other other dudes on the floor at the same time. That's going to be a constant sort of question in in the Musselman era, and really just in this current era of college basketball, where guys change teams pretty regularly, right? What is what is more valuable early in a season? That's sort of the the growing pains of a lack of continuity, or returning players and and having some of that built in already. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that answer is. I don't know. That there's necessarily even one approach that's more right than the other one. I do know that Muss is is doing his best given the nature of college basketball right now, and adding Keon Minifield in when we did was also a, a big piece of that, right? Like, that's a big piece of the continuity issues that, that we're going to continue to see. What you also kind of see from this team, at least in the first half, and, and what we've seen in, you know, games against Lipscomb and, and some of the other games where this team has really struggled, is they can't guard anybody. And they're really lacking kind of an offensive identity, if some of those ISO scores are not hitting shots, then then this team has has no shot offensively. That's the first half, right? And one of the reasons that I, I love basketball, that I have such a passion for the sport is the chess match of it. There is no there is no one right or wrong approach. You can try different things. When you when you mix and match, you're going to concede certain certain elements of the game in order to to gain an advantage in others, and that's what we saw from us in the second half when he switched to that four guard one big lineup. Tremon Mark is a guard. I know he's six six. Considering him a guard, I think he really does kind of play like a wing on on this team. I don't really know uh, if I would really truly call him a guard uh, on this roster and and the way Musselman employs him. So even if you're calling it, you know, three guards, a wing, and a big, uh, but seeing that lineup was a really, really smart move uh, by Musselman. And I'll admit, after the first half and the beginning of the second, I was fully planning on coming to this record this podcast and have kind of a pretty strong take on Musselman's coaching job this thus far this season. And not that those things aren't true now just because of the second half of this game, but it was nice to see him make some adjustments. And they paid off for him. I mean, yes, when you, when you switch to three guards, a wing, and a big, or, or four guards, if you want to call it that, when you switch, there are going to be some pieces you give up. You're going to be more likely to, to get beat on some offensive rebound attempts. Right? there were a couple of times where you had one of our guards matched up against a bigger player from Abilene Christian and they got the offensive rebound over over our guard. So you're going to give up things like that. But what I love to see and what really works about that lineup is that it puts more speed out there. This team has been struggling all year long to guard on the perimeter and it has been crushing. And it's not just it's not just the guards who are struggling. I mean, if you've watched Razorback Reels, you've seen me talk about our bigs, if our bigs get put on an island, any of them, Lawson, Mitchell, even even Jeremiah Davenport, if any of those guys get put on an island on the perimeter, they're they may as well be a traffic cone. Right? Like it is it is just sitting there. So moving to that four guard lineup. Which again, I, I'm going to take issue. I'm going to say three guards, a wing, and a big. But moving to that lineup put more speed out there, and that made a difference in this ball game. To me, that was the biggest difference: having more speed on the perimeter, not immediately getting beat on the perimeter defensively, and and having to do so much helping at the rim, right? And and. I want to make clear, it, it's not like this team is suddenly this defensive juggernaut. They still have work to do defensively. But I think Mus may have found something with that approach. In fact, there were only five guys, and they're going to be the key players that I, I highlight today. There were only five guys that played today that had a positive plus-minus. Keon Minifield was number one at Plus-21. Uh, you had Caleb Battle was a plus-17. Chandler Lawson was a plus-17. Tremont Mark was plus-15. Devo Davis was plus-11. Three guards, a wing, and a big were the only players that had a positive plus-minus today. That matters. And I know, I mean, I highly doubt Must starts those five the next game, especially with, you know, liking to bring sort of at least one kind of microwave score, ISO kind of ball-dominant score off the bench. So I don't know that those five will start. But I do think four of the five will. I really do. I really think four of those five will maybe throw Trevor and Brazil in for in for battle, right, and, and roll with that, roll with the starting five of... Davis, Lawson, Brazil, Mark, Minifield, Caleb Battle coming off the bench. Now is the time for him to start making a change, really. Now is the time to start to figure it out. Again, we all want to believe, wait to see what this team looks like in March. Wait till March, wait till March, wait till March. March is not that far off, and we've got to start seeing some improvement on the basketball court. Do I think today was an earth shattering change? No, but there were adjustments that led to a positive outcome. I want to see more of that next game. Okay, we got about 45 seconds left. So just want to say again, thank you. Thank you for listening. Please, we got a lot of new subscribers. Share this with at least one person. Uh, Kyle and I are putting a ton of work into the pig size. So share this with at least one person. Uh, keep getting our name out there. Like, subscribe, follow us on our, our Substack. stack. Uh, we'll get an article out to you on Sunday. Uh, happy holidays. If you don't do any of that other stuff, happy holidays and, and thanks for listening. Uh, and we'll see you again real soon.